0: From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the COB. It is the 18th of November, a Wednesday afternoon. Great to have you along with us. I'm Nadine Blaney. And I'm David Scott. Yes, yeah, Scotty, how was your day?
1: It's been fantastic. I always enjoy my hump days and uh, the market had a decent day, so uh, all things happy.
0: Yeah, it did have a decent day and you've got to say... It was pretty good volume. We've got options, future expiry, tomorrow. It was really the banks, though. So it wasn't just housing data that helped boost the bank. You know, some news around the stamp duty in New South Wales yesterday, probably not hurting anyways, at least in terms of some of those online listing companies, Domain and REA. But also we had, you know to the RBA governor out talking up the housing market, saying he's not seeing things looking bubbly. We had the NAB CEO at that AFR Banking and Finance Summit, no big surprise, saying that the housing market is looking pretty good. It all seems just pretty positive out there today for the big banks.
1: And yeah, the Treasurer has his way. I'll suggest that uh, regulation over the uh, the banking industry might be a bit watered down as well. So all those things are positive, uh, at least from an earnings perspective for the banks. So I know off to the races today, continuing the very, very strong run we've seen over the past month or so.
0: Yeah, interesting to see that some of the big miners, BHP, Fortescue, come to mind. Um, Yeah, coming under a little bit of pressure today, on a day that we saw iron ore prices doing really well.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit baffled by that. So we saw some uh, more tension headlines when it came to a uh, China-Australia neg- uh, uh, trade relationship uh, overnight. Uh, we, uh, so whether that has uh, something to do with it, I'm not entirely sure. But certainly you, you mentioned the iron ore. And we know that Rio Tinto's got uh, no, a large chunk of its earnings into iron ore. We know Fortescue is entirely iron ore. Uh, yet that wasn't enough to go and really inspire investors today. So maybe there would have been an element of rotation into the bank's the taps? Yeah. It's a, I, I can't put my finger on it, to be honest.
0: Well, you know, I guess there was the oil story overnight, which was pretty mixed. The copper story, it was down, you know. Still some big concerns over, over COVID case counts. And, you know, all of us sparing a thought for those of you in South Australia that will not be able to leave your homes, even to exercise. Look, taking a very hard line. You've got to say the state government is, but also they don't want to... They, they don't want a repeat of what happened in Victoria. So I guess the the idea is uh, go hard, you know, so you don't have to stay home.
1: Yeah, I understand the same thing, but I've got loved ones in South Australia and uh, the mental anguish that it goes and creates is, uh, is not fantastic. So I hope that uh, this is only for six days. as mm. originally slated. Uh, uh, there was a lot of people who were already in isolation, so I'm a little bit surprised. But Maybe uh, this attack is to try and go and absolutely nip in the bud. But, of course, if it doesn't and it lingers and continues to spread – albeit unlikely given what the restrictions are now, uh, you don't want another scenario where we have a lockdown, like a major city in lockdown for months and months and months on end. We, we don't need them.
0: Yeah, I forgot to mention, you know, there was a lot of company news today. Um, it ended with Crown Resorts entering a trading halt after it admitted to money laundering. We also had that decision coming through from the regulator that Barangaroo Well, its opening will be delayed until some of the inquiries into uh, Crown Resorts uh, take place and an outcome is found. But I mean, it wasn't just Crown. Uh, NAB closed all of its branches due to a physical security threat. We saw updates coming from companies as well, including A2 Milk. It was down by 5%. Reaffirmed its guidance. Clearly, the market wanted more.
1: Yeah, it's one of those uh, companies with a lot of uh, no, growth runway that's concentrated in China. So perhaps that story is coming back to what's What's your take as to what was going on with A2 Milk? Because there's a lot of those kind of you know, plays, China plays, that are under pressure today. I think Treasury was down earlier in the day as well. So I just wonder whether you know, people are a little bit concerned. Because the first time I think we've really seen some communique from Chinese authorities uh, demonstrating No, uh, no, officially it's uh, no, not happy with us.
0: Yeah, well, A2 was talking up, you know, it's Australia fresh milk segment. But yeah, pointing to that Diagu, the reseller channel that's been impacted by COVID. Um, does, though, expect the current impact will moderate over the course of the year. But still, you know, it's it's um, it's been a growth name, you know, in many ways over the past few years. So, uh, yeah, just market looking for more. That would be my take, however informed that is. So we got full year profits coming from Aristocrat. ALL is the ticker code. It was up by about 4% by the end of the day. Revenue looking good. We had a good chat with Ben Clark from TMS Capital about Aristocrat to end, uh, to end the live stream, actually, and that interview will be up on the website shortly. Uh, Seven Group was out. I mean, I, I'm not going to go through them all, but, but you know, interesting that they see industrials' demand and activity strong, expecting growth in FY21. Westrack on track for FY21, high single-digit underlying earnings growth. So things are looking pretty good for Seven Group on the industrials' front, and also saying that TV ad market has improved. Of course, it holds some of 7West Media, about a 28.5% interest. So, yeah, that's positive. I mean, I'd take that as a positive. It's a impos- it's
1: positive. Uh, the question is what no, the uh, base rate it came from. Uh, so, uh, an improvement from, uh, I must say, pretty dire levels. But uh, no, uh, lots of positives there. And as it comes from the industrial side of that business, I'll be flabbergasted if it wasn't reporting some pretty positive things, given what's going on in the housing market, given what's going on infrastructure spend at the moment, uh, the world is your oyster in that kind of field at the moment.
0: Energy with its exposure um, to a beach is also a little bit uncertain for Seven Group going forward. So that's some of the company news that was out there. Hey, Scotty, you got a bit of a poll going on Twitter. Bitcoin up above 18 grand. Whoo, Toppy!
1: One of our... Uh, very uh, informed staff members is, uh, is a big fan of Bitcoin and uh, he's been gloating all day about the uh, parabolic rise. It does look a lot like late 2017, but I went and put it out there and just a uh, no simple option. So if you want to go and participate, it goes for another uh, 22 or so hours. Uh, and uh, I just asked simply buy or bubble. And, uh, so after some early success, the, uh, the Bitcoin community got behind it. It was well in the lead. I've got to say that uh, Bubble has now taken the ascendancy. Those uh, college votes are rolling in. So maybe <laughs> yeah, it'll be a discreet yeah. count. Who knows?
0: We'll see. You know, It'll be out of date by the time this podcast goes live. But um, yeah, Bitcoin, one we're watching here with much interest. It's always good for a little bit of newsroom chatter. See if we're talking about it around the Christmas tables this year as well. Uh, economic front, we mentioned that we did hear from Phil Lowe. He was on a panel talking about, uh, well, many things. He was talking about the housing market. He was also talking about China relations. Everything ties into one another. And he was also clearly talking about the Australian economy. And we got the wage price data out today. Boy, that was a dismal read.
1: Uh, yeah, wasn't it uh, wasn't great to look at. It wasn't surprising in the slightest, but... Uh my goodness, 1.2% uh, year-on-year wage growth for private sector workers. And this is, of course, an hourly average working uh, you know, pay rate, uh, but still uh, pretty pitiful. Uh, considering you know, back in the, uh, the the halcyon days of uh, the pre-GFC, uh, a lot of wage growth was uh, you know, sitting at uh, around 4% plus for those sectors. So, uh, oh, how times have changed.
0: They sure have. All right, um, we've got... More economic data on tap tomorrow in the form of the official jobs report. Unemployment rate tipped to rise above that 7% level. Um, I, I suppose we'll be watching for participation. Um, we'll be watching for hours worked as well.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one uh, and a tricky one to go and get too excited about at the moment. And that's just been brutally honest, uh, because we've got uh, the impact of uh, the Melbourne lockdown still in this figure here. It's old news now. Um, what are we going to look at? The same things we usually look at. So underemployment, underutilisation, hours worked, uh, participation rate. I think yeah. that will be the best way to go and um, use it.
0: Yeah, that's that's the report, right? And um, <laughs> the headlines always generate a lot of talk. Uh, it's what we have to go with, but clearly not painting a full picture of how the economy is uh is actually looking in reality? Yeah, we'll go
1: get the dartboard out and see how they go for the other yeah, numbers. Yeah,
0: all right. Well, we'll have the polys come out and claim you know responsibility uh-huh. for however it goes either way. Uh, okay, let's talk. Uh, oh, it's pretty naughty. You shouldn't have asked me what I think of A2 Milk. We've got a clip from June Junbeilu up on our website app and available by the show notes. we are going to score you. Who cares what I think about A2 Milk? And uh, we we're, were really into the stock picking today. We also spoke with um, a senior analyst at Sean Partners, Jules Cooper, talking about the small cap tech sector. He says it's a pretty interesting uh, point in the market right now where the cut in interest rates, really low interest rates, and the growth differential between software and the economy has lifted um, valuation. So look, that's an interview that's probably worth listening to because, again, he gives some um, stock picks. And he comments on Whisper. Whisper was at today with an update. We spoke with the CEO, Jeremy Wells, so you can catch both of those interviews on our website or our app. I'm starting to sound a bit like, like, like the brand, what's it called? The brand, um, Power Girl? Yeah, just talking it all up. Yeah, the website <laughs> and the app are awesome. Let's get to what many of you here awesome are here for. You're awesome too, Nadine. The stock of the day. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Stock of the day, ASX. Ooh, that's timely. So um, Kashi sat down with Conrad Song from Macro, Chris McDonald from Morgan's Financial to find out what they think about the ASX. And uh, here's what they had to say, starting with Chris McDonald.
1: I'd probably be a seller short term. If I'm short term, again, if you're a long term holder, I I agree they'll probably iron things out. But uh, if you look at that chart, the markets rallied quite strongly over the last uh, uh, couple of weeks. Uh, that's been declining for the last four months, which is yeah. never a good sign that it's going the opposite direction to the market. And it is the market, so to speak, in terms of the trading yep. platform. Some pretty big issues, right? Yep. This is actually to be able to buy and sell stocks is quite an important part mm. of the Australian economy yeah. and <laughs> global economy, because there's a lot of global money as well. So it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's a cloud over this business, unless it's until it's resolved, they'll probably need to spend more money in technology. They've just uh, kicked an own goal and i'd stay away This um sort of outage i mean obviously it it, it stresses um the unreliability um of these improvements that they're making um i think the takeaway really is okay there should be an increase in expenses to sort of improve or or manage these risks moving forward obviously the competitors are going to start looking in now chai x um i think i saw a post from them on linkedin um you know saying that you know we could take the volume you know come to us kind of thing so right. it's interesting um look but it's the asx um it's it's here to say it's the biggest stock exchange on australia would you be a buyer of the asx um not at this stage right. yeah
0: look so i gotta say not huge fans of the asx they wouldn't be putting their money there right now um and i've got to mention if you are into ipos uh, the asx is obviously where a lot of those markets are, companies are listed it was a whole IPO special on the call today. So the guys weighed in on, you know, all of the recent IPOs, IPOs to come. Uh, it was an opportunity for our viewers to ask questions and pick their brains about what they would be getting their clients into. And so if you want to have a listen, again, where is it, Scotty? I
1: think it's so at a site called osbiz.com.au <laughs> and you can also go find it on the uh, the app as well. Yeah, okay. um, you know, another, another just a point, you get to go watch that clip, uh, Conrad's song's uh, No Three-Piece Suit sensational so, so make, sure, make sure you go check that out on the uh, on the website <laughs> what or are you gonna at-
0: wear a three-piece suit for us huh scotty uh
1: when well, this studio becomes a bit cooler <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't give away all of our secrets yeah it's a it's a bit steamy although i know it's cooler now that summer's hit and the ac's been pumped anyways we digress so we get uh that labor force data here in australia Tomorrow, we've got a couple of Fed speakers overnight. You know Nothing unusual there. We'll be digesting it all, first thing, with Howard Silverblatt from S&P Dow Jones Indices. We'll also be speaking with the Director of Research from Janice Henderson, talking us through a new report which is calling out a potential turning point in the battle against COVID-19. Yes, you know, so much of what we talk about still. So much. All roads lead back to this pandemic.
1: Yes, in the near term, it's going to go and dominate proceedings. It's interesting you mentioned uh, all the central bank speeches as well. Uh, I've got something brewing in the back of my head, which could become Scotty's view tomorrow. Uh, yeah. There's, it's not about monetary policy as a no, tool for the economy, but uh, no, some of the things that uh, no, are being spruced as to what it can potentially solve, which is starting to go and irk me. So I'm, I've got something building up. So whether tomorrow's the day, we'll find out.
0: Ooh, can't wait. And you got to sign up for the COB newsletter to read it in detail. We sort of touch upon your view sometimes in these podcasts, but... I don't know. Sometimes we don't go too deep. It's always worth a read. So the COB can be, you can do that just via, oh my gosh, via our website. Brand Power Girl is back. Let's get to who we're talking to tomorrow. Julia Lee from Bourbon Invest and Owen Raskowitz from Rask Finance are on the call with Kashi. That should be good. And uh, we'll do an Aussie data panel, power panel, and the one with Justin Smirk from Westpac and Bjorn Jarvis from ABS. So Justin will have a chance as well to ask Bjorn some of the questions that the economics team at Westpac perhaps are um, curious about when it comes to the compilation of that, of those statistics and that data.
1: Yeah, I'll be running that one. So I'm uh, looking forward to I uh, know having a great discussion about this around economy and the challenges and then what the data is saying. And so it's a uh, stick around for that we one. We love it. Be great. We
0: love it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I. I think that's pretty much the day. I mean, the third straight session of gains for the local market. Uh, Plenty to come in the U.S. Still a few earnings trickling in. We'll keep an eye on Tesla. We'll keep an eye on Bitcoin. And we'll be watching out as well after market close for any further announcement coming from Crown. It will likely resume trade tomorrow as well.
1: You would think so. But uh, until then, everyone go and rest up. Enjoy your night. And remember, if you're missing uh, what's going on live during the day, you can check out all the content on our (laughs) website and app. (laughs)